I'm not going to mess with Audition this time. I'm just going to record straight into the Roadcaster Pro because I'm going to try and do this quick and dirty. <laughs> That's how she likes it. Oh, you're such an idiot. Okay. All right, hello and welcome back to another episode of Memory Bank. It's your boy, Brandon. It is a Friday and I'm going to be trying out a new format for this uh, podcast episode. I'm actually going to be breaking off into segments. So I've got what I've considered to be four segments, essentially, where I'm going to be doing like shout outs and updates in the beginning. Then I'm going to get to my talking points, which is the core, the meat and potatoes of the episode. And then I'm going to have a thanks, praise and gratitude section towards the end. And then I'll have my closing. So there's going to be four sections here and I'm going to try and separate it out with some sound effects and stuff like that, which as of recording this, I have not selected my sound effects. So who knows what it's going to sound like knowing me? It's probably something stupid, but that's what you get when you come here and listen. This is just for entertainment, folks. So, yeah, let's get to it. Shoutouts and updates are up first. All right. So this one's mostly updates uh, because I have some things that I need to correct uh, that my wife pointed out in some of the previous episodes. Uh, Most importantly, the Fredericksburg episode. Uh, The Fredericksburg episode, I had said that we ate at Grinder House, which is incorrect. It is Granite House Lounge in Fredericksburg. Um, I corrected it on... If you read the details of the podcast episode, I actually made note that I had said the wrong word in the episode, but I think it bears correcting actually in audio. So that's what I'm doing here. I also have another update from the same episode, Fredericksburg. Uh, See, this is what happens, people, whenever I don't have a script and I just figure I'm going to hit record and make an episode and it's going to be great. I get stuff wrong. I get the finer details wrong. And my wife lovingly listens to my podcast and she pointed out these errors. So I am correcting them now. The gentleman and his wife that we met at Granite House when we were having dinner, uh, he was not from Hobbs. In fact, he he is from Carlsbad, which is about 60 miles from Hobbs. So he's about an hour away. Um, I just assumed it was Hobbs because they talked about Hobbs and the conversation went there. Um, But he was actually from Carlsbad. And uh, like I said, that is about 60 miles from Hobbs. And Carlsbad actually has a really special place in my wife's heart because that's where her mom was born. And she's got relatives there still. So... Yeah, that was really super cool that they were able to have that connection and talk. Okay, so that takes care of the updates for this episode, I think. Uh, The one shout out I have is to my big sister, Carrie. Uh, I want to say one, thanks for listening to the podcast. And two, thanks for listening to me bitch yesterday about an annoying email I got from the management company for the apartment I recently moved out of. I was none too thrilled about it and annoyed. And 
she was kind enough to uh, listen to me as I just, you know, complained, essentially. And this brings us to the first of today's talking points. So let's get after it. congratulations you've reached the second section portion of this podcast talking points and i call this first talking point why do they nickel and dime us because it seems like no matter where you go lately uh everybody wants to nickel and dime you for something and it's it's getting out of hand i know a lot of people talk about uh you'll see stuff online uh for about tipping and I, charlie barons i probably got his name wrong because i didn't look it up because i just thought of it so i'll probably have to do a correction in next episode but whatever charlie barons does videos and he did a video where he was doing uh he was a minister conducting a wedding in 2023 and he did the vows and then he goes okay one last question he holds up a tablet and it has the little tip thing that people do now at restaurants and starbucks and everywhere uh so yeah so it's like they're nickel and diming us everywhere and this one this isn't about tipping this is actually about the property management company for my former apartment complex I'm not going to say the name of the property management company, but if you know what the title of this episode is, if you know what that device is, then you'll know the name of the property management company. Just putting it out there. Google it if you want. Uh, But I got an email from them yesterday and they sent me a final statement of moving out, my moving out final statement. And silly me i thought it was going to be an itemized list of here's what you gave us for your deposit when you moved in and here are the things that we you know are going to deduct that you didn't do blah 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 and here's the remaining balance if any right um i took a probably 20 to 30 minute video when i left the apartment and walked out uh, as I was doing the walkout of it and, and I opened every drawer, every door, filmed it all, every cabinet. I mean, the apartment looked brand spanking new. I was the first person to ever live in that apartment because it was a new complex that had just finished being built. So I wanted to be sure that it was left in pristine condition aside from essentially the four holes in the wall where they mounted my TV. Uh, Aside from those four holes, I don't think I did any damage to that place at all. Uh, Just minor improvements like replacing the shower head. I put a way better shower head in there. Anyway, so I was expecting to get back my deposit, but oh no. Instead, they mention nothing about the deposit. Instead, they say I owe them roughly $12 in fees. Now, it I'm just going to say this first. It is not about the money. Okay. It's about the principle. And Carrie got that. And I am so glad she got that without me having to say it. It is about the principle. You know, and so I even, a little history, I worked very hard on getting that apartment ready for move out. And I was done two days before my actual move out date. So I moved out on 530. And when I look at the paperwork, they have it that I moved out on six, two. 
And so that somehow caused a late fee of $7.94. Who has a late fee that is $7.94? Who who was late? I moved out early. Was the late fee because their clerk was late in filing the paperwork? That, That might make sense. But no, I wasn't late. I moved out early. So... Yeah, so they have the wrong dates and that thereby caused a late fee that was 10% of like $114 or some crap was whatever. I don't their math is weird. Anyway, then they also gave me there was an administration fee of 30 cents. Who the hell has an administration fee of 30 cents for crying out loud? You hear admin fee and it's like 25, 30 bucks, right? That's what you would think. No, 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 no. There's this 30 cents. Why? Because they're nickel and diming you. They don't even, it makes no zero sense whatsoever that they would send me this ridiculous statement. So I emailed them back and they gave me a ticket number and they said I'll hear from them within 72 hours. So we'll see on the next episode if they actually do that. It's close to the weekend. So who knows if they're going to actually respond in 72 hours, but they might. Well, We'll see what they say. Um, I, I tried calling them. I did try that as my first line of response for this. Um, but the number that they had in their email when I called it said this number has no longer working and it has changed to this number. So I wrote down that new number and I called that number and that one actually had the name of the property management company and You know, it was some sort of it was somewhat indicative that I was at the right place. But then I sat on hold for 25 minutes listening to nothing but horrible elevator music and a robot voice telling me that all their representatives are currently busy and someone will be with me as soon as possible. Well, after 25 minutes, I gave up and just figured, screw it, I'll email them. So that's what I did. So we'll see. We'll see where that one goes. All right. So talking point number two. Dos Equis. Uh, someone tried impersonating my uncle on Facebook yesterday. I thought that was interesting. Um, and what's really funny is that my uh, bonus daughter, uh, the youngest one of the two, uh, we were sitting on the couch talking to her about Internet safety when I got the friend request from the imposter. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that what they call kismet? I think kismet probably should have named the episode kismet, but no, 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 no. I'm going with tachometer. So, yeah, I'm literally having a conversation with my kid about imposters on the Internet and be wary of people online because she wants a phone and we want to get her a phone before she starts middle school. It's important to us that she has that, but we want to make sure she's safe when she uses it. So we're going to be putting, you know, an application on there that'll help us track what she's doing and where she goes. It's called Bark. Uh, if anybody wants to look into it, uh, it's great for kids and it is designed for kids to help keep them safe. And so, um, yeah, we're, <laughs> we were talking to her about when we get you the phone, we want to make sure that you're careful with it and, you know, only talk to people that you know, and we only want you to have phone numbers, people, you know, and the world's crazy and there's some bad men out there and women and, uh, you know, just want to make sure that you're safe. So this person, whoever they are, sends me a request from my uncle and I'm, I look at it and I was like, well, that's his picture, but it 
looks different because I'm already friends with him and maybe he created another account. Maybe he was doing something new, but then they immediately started talking to me on messenger and they just weren't talking to me like my uncle does one and two. He was talking to me like we hadn't seen each other in forever. And I literally just saw my uncle uh, about a month and a half ago. So <laughs> there was no way that he would have been like, oh, it's great to hear from you. And bye, how are you? How's life been? Uh, totally wrong. So I grabbed screenshots, of course, and I reported it to Facebook and I emailed my family to let them know, hey, there's some dude trying to impersonate the uncle, our uncle out there. So just so you know, so. That was crazy. Interesting thing is my uncle is up in Maine with the family on vacation. Uh, they were out hiking a mountain whenever the invite came in. So he definitely was not on Facebook. So there's that. So that was that's Doseki's point number two. Uh, someone tried to impersonate my uncle. I think that's interesting. So be safe out there, kids. You know, I mean, who would want to impersonate my uncle anyway? He's a great guy. I love him to death. He's really a great guy. And when I did see him, you know, about a month and a half ago, almost two months ago, uh, he, he was pretty cool to be able to sit there and actually talk to him about, you know, firearms and pistols and stuff like that. And uh, we both have a love affair with 1911s. So that was kind of cool to have conversations with that. So anyway, yeah, I, I just don't know who, why someone would want to impersonate my uncle, maybe to try and get money out of me somehow. But mm, good luck, buddy. Uh, that's what happens whenever you try to play a player and you try to play someone who's actually works in the IT field for a living. So sorry, bud, you reported. I'm sure his account's probably gone by now. But anyway. All right. So moving on to the third of four talking points. The third one is uh, I'm calling this <laughs> bullet point uh, keloid scar because that is what I evidently did to myself whenever I cut my hand back in the episode stitches <laughs> that I did uh, back on uh, Memorial Day when I was uh, packing up stuff and, and moving out of said apartment where uh, they are from nickel and dime me. Uh, it's all circular people. It's all coming around. But yeah, so where I cut my finger and I put the video up on my YouTube channel where you can go check it out and uh, see it called stitches and you can actually see the injury and the wound. Yeah, it was it it, it healed great. You know, I, I kept the stitches in for two weeks. I took the stitches out myself because I was like, eh, I don't want to go back in for another doctor's appointment. So I just took the stitches out myself and it, it, it healed really nicely. But then I noticed like last weekend, it, for some reason, it got real super sensitive and it looked like it got pretty bright red. And so I started thinking, oh, man, did it somehow get infected now? And so I kind of was just like putting some antibacterial ointment on it at night and then rewrapping it in a Band-Aid because I, I had stopped wearing any sort of bandage for it. So I was like, OK, I'm going to put some of this ointment on and then wrap it up so I don't hit it because it was sore. It's sort of the touch. Yeah, I let that go for a few days. And then finally, I was like, you know, do you think this is infected? I showed it to my wife and she was like, yeah, that may be infected. You may want to go and see the doctor. So I, I took off this afternoon to go see the doctor and uh, I went in and she took a look at it. She's like, nope, it's not infected. It's OK. It's just a, a keloid scar. And, you know, we talked about those and what that is. And um, yeah, interesting. I'm going to take a picture of it and I will post it on Twitter so you guys can go out there and take a look at it and see what my keloid scar looks like today. 
Um, and the interesting thing about it that I think is really cool is that <laughs> where if you look at your finger knuckles, right, and you're looking at the top and you see all the wrinkles from where you bend your finger, uh, where my scar is, <laughs> my wrinkles no longer line up on my middle finger. <laughs> and it's kind of cool. I think it's cool to look at, but uh, the girls tend to freak out when I show them and they're like, why are you showing me that? Except for, you know, my older bonus daughter. She thinks it's cool. She'll look at that stuff and she that doesn't face her at all. Uh, the younger one who we were talking internet security, she kind of makes a face at me when I show her that. And, uh, my, uh, uh my daughter, uh, Carolyn, the 20, well, soon to be 23 year old. Uh, yeah, she freaked out when I showed her too. She was like, that's not natural. And I'm like, well, of course it's not natural. I cut my finger and then they stitched it back together. So no, it's not natural. Um, just your dad's stupid and, you know, play stupid games. You get stupid prizes. Okay, and so that brings us to the fourth and final talking point for this episode, and I call it the Diet Starts Monday, because it is Friday as of recording this, and I happen to know that the weekend is going to be full of a lot of things that are not conducive to necessarily eating properly or making it easy to do so. So the diet starts Monday and hopefully I can get some of this weight off that I've accumulated over uh, the past few weeks. Uh, I was doing really well. I was down five pounds and I probably put that back by now. But yeah, I just know that we have some things coming up this weekend. I know that the wife and older bonus kid have some plans for Saturday night. That they're going to be going out. So I am having a daddy daughter date with the bonus child number two. And uh, I'm looking forward to that. So yeah, uh, it should be fun. But again, not conducive to necessarily healthy eating. So but you got to have those times, right? You got to have those breaks where you allow yourself to enjoy life. And that's what I'm going to do this weekend. So the diet starts Monday. Hashtag. We'll probably hashtag that. So there you go. All right, moving on to the final segment of this podcast. I don't know if you guys are liking this or not, if the segments are just too much, but eh, let me know in the comments if you like this or not. You can go to brandonkeller.net and fill out some feedback form if you want, or you can just hit me up on Twitter and let me know if you're enjoying this or not. The last section, uh, I'm calling it my thanks, praise, and gratitude section, as noted previously. And this time... I want to say thank you to all of you out there listening to this so far. Uh, this podcast, Memory Bank, has actually reached 100 downloads, or we're knocking on the door of it. I think I'm three away from 100 uh, downloads already. And that is phenomenal considering this is a podcast I have only put out there for family so far. <laughs> Yet I have people in the UK and uzbekistan if i'm saying that correctly listening to the show it's so weird but yeah i got people listening to the uh podcast in other countries so uh hopefully it is entertaining and everybody enjoys that uh so thank you whoever has been listening so far and i hope that you continue to listen in the future uh, the second and last thanks and praise and gratitude. I want to say thank you to uh, Devere Chemical and uh, Randy Stevenson for offering up a sponsorship for my other podcast. So here's the deal. 
So in light of the sponsorship, um, I've done some reviewing and had a few revelations in regards to how I want to produce that show moving forward. So I'm going to be doing a relaunching of sorts of So Here's the Deal podcast on August 2nd of this year, August 2nd of 2023. And if you want to hear all the juicy details on that and what you can expect coming up, you can head over to So Here's the Deal podcast dot com and check out all of the information in regards to the Devere sponsorship and my thoughts on the uh, rebranding and relaunching. Um, it's not really too much of a rebranding. I just redid some of the graphics for the website and banners and for the uh, podcast logo itself or for the uh, podcast cover art, so to speak. So I've changed that up and I like it a lot, lot more. My wife actually uh, saw the graphics when I uploaded them just randomly uh, yesterday on Thursday. And she was out running errands and said that she was listening to one of my podcast episodes for that particular podcast. And I guess the artwork updated on the car while she was driving, which I think is kind of cool. But yeah, she noticed that she really liked it a lot better than the other. The other was kind of bland and not really me. So... Um, being the child of the eighties that I am, I kind of made it somewhat retro, but clean. I, I don't know. Go check it out and let me know what you think. Okay, folks. So it's that time again to wrap things up. Uh, if you've made it this far in this episode, then be sure to head on over to Twitter. Follow me at, uh, at underscore BK.net. And let me know if you like the episode in this new kind of format that I'm tinkering with. Um, or if there's anything you want me to discuss in the next episode. Of course, links to all the socials are conveniently located on my website, brandonkeller.net, so you can always find me there as well. Again, thanks for listening today, and I will see you in the next episode. Take care, and God bless.